with NKU. My name is Sarah. My name is Trinity. My name is Caroline. We are all history students here at NKU, and we got tired of reading textbooks and decided to branch out and discover more of history for ourselves. We then wanted to have a fun place where we get together and satisfy our sweet tooth while unpacking our thoughts about the titles we choose. While this podcast is meant to be lighthearted, this is still a history podcast. The books we read may bring up sensitive and disturbing content that may be hard to digest, but is important to acknowledge as the real side of history. We hope that by listening to this, you get as excited about history as we do. Welcome back to another part of this series, continuing our conversation from our previous episode. One of the great things about Salem that keeps it in everyone's mind is like, we don't know why. Yeah. You know, it's like, we don't know why this happened. Like, were these girls possessed? Was like, was there witchcraft going on? Mm -hmm. Were they, you know, and like she talks about in the book, like she goes through a little bit in like the last couple chapters of like what people like trying to make sense of it all. People love mysteries. Yes. It's like Roanoke. Right. That's another one of those where people are like, oh, where'd they go? You know, (laughs) there's like like a thousand theories, but we still don't know which one it is. Like which, like what is correct? Well, I remember being a kid and watching something on the History Channel and they were saying that like some people thought it was because of the bread. Yeah. That they were Yeah, the poisoned. bread or like the yeah. water or whatever. I yeah. Think yeah. Some, somewhere in here it says that their diet consisted of like meat, bread, and water. Yeah. And like milk. But then or it's something like, like that. well, if that's the I mean, why was it just certain people? Right. You know, because if you're all yeah. eating the same things, then yeah. that's mm-hmm. not, you know, and like she talks about um 19th century neurologist, which I don't even know they had neurologists back then. So that's great. <laughs> um <laughs> Jean Martin, and I'm not going to say his last name right, Chericot. I think it might be French. Is that Chericot, probably? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. That, that, that is definitely French? looks French. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but he, like, termed hysteria, mm-hmm. you know, and this whole notion of, you know, the girls being hysterical. And, like, she says, you know, it's basically like you're translating your emotions into symptoms. Mm-hmm. You know, and this... Just, like, how it spreads because yeah. of, like, we talked about, like, their upbringing and these situations. And they're hearing all of these biblical things all the time. And, right. like, all of these things are ingrained in them on top of emotions and teenage angst and right. all of these things. And it's, <laughs> like, you know, is that what happened? Like, they just went... Yeah. Was uh, it like- I wonder, too, if, like, um, you know, because the girls were getting so, like, vibrant with the stories that they were weaving about witches, like, they were also painting themselves into the corner as victims, right? Like, mm-hmm. because, and I wonder, too, like, if you can say if that is, like, a result of how they were brought up because of their gender. Like, is it because um, they, they are having simultaneously the power to bring people down while also still being victims that need to be taken care of. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, if, if they get to paint the picture, yeah. then, like, they're going to obviously paint themselves as, like, like I'm, I'm a victim of this situation, and, like, it was her that did it. It was her that did it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like, why can't you see that? And Well, I think Schiff says that somewhere in the book, too. It's, like, this is one of the rare points in history where women had 
voices. Yeah. They Mm -hmm. had power, you know, and I mean, it was in a weird way, Mm -hmm. but they were like totally unnormal for that time, Mm -hmm. you know, and for their normal like station. Mm -hmm. And they got because like they had power in the terms of what society gave them, you know, Mm -hmm. like they were maneuvering in society and attaining power in the little ways that they were allowed. Yeah. Yeah. And that was um, by playing the victim and then pointing a figure at somebody else who could take the fall for them. Yeah. Well, and the men used the power. Right. You know, like they definitely, you know, she talks about like ulterior motives and, you know, family feuds Mm -hmm. and yeah, like ministers and, you know, the townspeople and their issues. And so, you know, it would have been very easy for, and I think she even talks about in the book at one point, like, you know, the women would have overheard all, like they were a part of these things too. Yeah. You know, so like they've heard names, they've heard issues and all of these things and they could direct what, you know, was happening and the men could direct them too. Mm -hmm. Like, I kind of hate to think of it as like, oh, the men like use them. Like I, I almost would rather think of it as like, no, the women knew what they were doing. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. like hate to give like the men the power, but I mean, it could be like, you know, again, it's just one of those things like we don't know, Mm -hmm. you know, like were they just doing it because they wanted the attention or because they were hysterical or, you know, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or because they had their own feuds and their own issues, or mm-hmm. they knew their families did. Mm-hmm. And they could hash out those feuds in court, too. Yeah, you right. Know, was the big thing that some of them were kind of, you could see what was happening. Yeah. Well, all of the families and stuff, too, were so interconnected. Yeah. That it was like, I, I feel like everyone had a feud with everybody. Yeah. And everyone had a feud with Sarah. <laughs> Everybody hates Sarah good. I feel like she was like the whipping boy of this She was just the obvious target, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, it's also, like, you're kind of putting yourself up on a pedestal and making people go lower than you, right? Mm -hmm. So you kind of get that gratification of, you know, saying that this person should fall because they're evil. Like, and we're so good, so we should carry out that act and um, have that moral victory. (laughs) Yes. Well, I think, too, it's easy to to look at the girls or any of the afflicted people and place blame on them or like, you know, the courts or whoever. But it was just like this perfect combination of Mm -hmm. like everything that was happening, you know, and like we talked about earlier, you know, people wanted to get to the bottom of it. And witchcraft was not a far fetched idea. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with any of the afflicted, even if you were doing it for an underlying reason, well, once all of this started, it, you're not going to be like, just kidding. Yeah. Like, huh? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> you're you're going to have to go along right. with it. You, you don't really have a choice. If you like started this mess, you got to be like, oh, no. Yeah, well, I feel like it's like even like kids today or even grownups today. I mean, not just kids. Because I mean, and there were grownups who were afflicted. But, you know, it's like. My daughter is five and she'll like tell me a lie. And I know it's a lie, mm-hmm. yeah. but it like becomes this it spirals. Yes. Because now well, I don't want to admit that I lie. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, so I'm going to lie to cover exactly. up the first lie. <laughs> yeah. So, and yeah, it just yeah. becomes this, yeah, like spiral of a mess. And then it's like at the end of it, you're just left with this big pile of 
poop. Yeah. Like, and it's very easy too to like not remember exactly yes. what part of your lie. Yeah. And so then it's just like, they're like, okay, so which one is it? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like which direction are you trying to go with this? You have to remember like the very specific details, which I feel like is where a lot of this stuff went very wrong and was like, but then I think they said, um, Tichuba, I think she said, or they said that she had like, et, like every part of her story was like, like recounted perfectly by her. Like she never wow. wavered on, on the details. Yeah. I think it's interesting. I think that's just the strength of her personality. Probably. Honestly, she yeah. was really cunning. Well, yeah. What's ironic to me is she was like one of the first ones to be accused. Mm-hmm. But Stacey Schiff said she was the last one to get out of jail. Mm-hmm. That someone like paid her bond or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she left Massachusetts. But like she never went on trial. Like any of this, you know. So I just thought that. And I think it's interesting too that a lot of the people who went before like the big court, you know, of like Hoyer and Terminal and who were executed were ones who kept saying that they weren't witches, Mm -hmm. you know, compared to all these people who confessed, you know, and were like, oh yeah, they weren't witches, you know. But because if you didn't, you know, like when they talked about, you know, like how they, they didn't consider it torture, but like lack of sleep, lack of food, you know, interrogations that went like 18 hours. Like, I think at a certain point, it's kind of like when people start flip-flopping stories, they kind of, I think in their heads, they're kind of like, okay, this story isn't getting me anywhere. They're just like relentlessly berating me. Right. Mm-hmm. So maybe I can go a different route and see how that fares, you know? And mm-hmm. then it's, and then they just kind of get in the caught in the, in between the two narratives that they have created for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it creates discrepancies that they are unable to follow up with. And, and then, like even the justices themselves. They don't, they even like ignore discrepancies in the stories of the people that they were listening yeah, to. Yeah. Because it's kind of like, well, my job is to just get a confession. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter if the story doesn't add up. I just want to um, find the guilty parties and then have them hanged and then mm-hmm. like get get this ordeal over with. Yeah. Or they blame the devil. I feel like throughout the whole book, it's like, oh, well. The devil made it so they can't remember. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The devil made, you know, did this or the devil did. I mean, even afterwards with everything, you know, it's like, well, the devil, the devil made us do this. Yeah. Or, you know, like that's, you know, we've talked about before, like where the evil really came from. Like, well, maybe they weren't witches, but the yeah. devil was there in Salem and he contributed to this whole thing. And then that was mm-hmm. so ingrained in their like everyday lives that if they heard like, oh, the devil like made me do it everybody is probably like oh yeah yeah, yeah that makes sense right right like, i understand that darn completely. devil again right. mm-hmm. swipe or no swiping right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i mean that's what like she says in the book you know it's like the devil needs conscious human collusion to right. work evil like yeah. he can't do it by himself mm-hmm. you know so that's what i think is like the biggest irony of the whole thing is it's like that the devil, if we want to say that it was the devil who did it, like mm-hmm. he didn't make these people witches mm-hmm. and then they executed witches and were successful. Like they're trying to execute the, like the devil basically. Or yeah. Like, well, like they executed innocent people. Right. Like that mm-hmm. is where the devil comes in. It's, right. It was this whole situation. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, if like, if that's what we're going with, like that's what it is. Yeah. Right. You know, because that's 
that the situation got out of hand. Like, I don't personally think that anyone who was executed was really a witch. Right. Yeah. I don't either. You know, like, I like, think it was just a lot of fear and a lot of yeah. like almost being pressed, sometimes literally into a confession. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, then some people were like, you know what? I can't save myself at this point. So sure. I guess I'm a witch. Yeah. yeah. Well, and like we mm-hmm. said, when you have this belief ingrained into your family and your community and into yourself, mm-hmm. like it's easy to be like, oh yeah. Like these girls are doing crazy stuff. Something's going on. Yeah. Oh, this person said they're a witch. This person said that they, you know, took the devil's, you know, sacrament and they were baptized and they flew on poles yeah. to, you know, who the guy's yard. I don't know which guy was, um, Putnam, wasn't it like in his backyard where they <laughs> met on the devil's Sabbath? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and they're like, oh yeah. yeah. Like, oh my gosh. That's I so wonder, crazy. Yeah. I wonder how many people were like stubborn, like to the whole thing, like stubbornly clinging on to their, their puritanical belief of like, yeah, we're really doing some good here, but it's like, no matter what, the devil is slipping out of our grasp. Mm-hmm. So we really do need to double down hard and, um, you know, have these witches confess because it's like, yes, we finally have the one victory amidst all of this confusion and chaos that the devil is creating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they were trying to get the devil like out of their community, but yeah. ended up creating their own sort of evil yeah. by executing innocent people. And that's, I guess, that also plays into their shame too, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, we let the devil get away. We couldn't come to a conclusive answer and all we've been left with is a Pyrrhic victory and many people dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think too, like she talks about in the book, it's also easy to understand from their standpoint. You have people who are confessing that are like, well, there was 70 people at this Sabbath or, mm-hmm. you know, the devil told me there's over 500 witches in Salem or whatever, you know, and they're like, oh my God, we yeah. gotta find these people. <laughs> yeah. Like mm-hmm. so you they're know? just like executing people right and left because they can't pinpoint anything. Yeah. Exactly. Well it doesn't help. Right. The, yeah. You know, it's not like, oh well we executed, you know, the people and now the afflictions have stopped. Everyone's living life. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not. Right. It, no. It, there's no way that it could ever go back to normal. But no, I think it's no. ironic that, like, finally, like, the court was closed, mm-hmm. you know, everything, like, settles, and then the afflictions just stop. Just stop. I think, mm-hmm. and I can't remember which girl, but I think she says in here, because she does talk about kind of, like, what happens to some of these girls, mm-hmm. you know, but, like, one of them kept, like, throughout, like, throughout her life, she seem to still be like afflicted but other ones she said like they got married i think one had like a child out of wedlock mm-hmm. you know they you know ann putnam jr like she grows up and becomes a full member of the church and like yeah. all these things and it's like so if there really were witches where did they go the, the right like the courts were closed and they were just like oh we're done. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, we're done. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to go home. Yeah. I don't see know about you guys. You guys. <laughs> I guess I'll see you at Mass on Sunday. <laughs> I don't know. It's just... I mean, I guess the one girl for, I guess, either keeping her story going or having undiagnosed epilepsy well, or something. Maybe she was really... I mean, that's the other thing. Like, like, there's so many different things that it mm-hmm. could be. Yeah. Like Mentally ill. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they talk about... I can't remember the little girl's name, but in another town who was possessed. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like something that Cotton Mather talked about. Um, and I mean, 
maybe that's yeah a real thing. I mean, she compared their their medicine to like not too far off from like like you said earlier, like Greek and Roman medicine, mm-hmm. and like that's really all they knew. Like they didn't know much else, and the only person had a few like medical texts, and so they were like. <laughs> I, yeah, his I, credibility was literally, I have six medical texts, right. so um, was, let me just like, operate you. I mean, but technically you. the most qualified, I guess. Well, like, yeah, to everybody else. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's insane. Like, just how far medicine has, has come. Like, it's it's crazy. <laughs> so what did we think about the book as a whole? Did would we, like, recommend it? Or, like, I feel like we should. I definitely recommend Stacey Schiff. I really, I really liked, I like the way that she writes and how in a way she almost makes it seem like at times you're reading uh, fiction in a way. Yeah. Yeah. She's very, very descriptive. If you like details, this Mm -hmm. is a great, great book. She has a way of like injecting you in the setting, you know, and like she names off all the different trickery and spells Mm -hmm. and like. The setting being dreary and isolated as well. Mm-hmm. I really liked that. Um, at times, I thought that it was a little too fast paced in recounting all of the events that happened. She kind of has to just mm-hmm. because so much has happened. I mean, it's it's a year, like chronologically, it went over the course of a year. Um, but I wish <sighs> there were also parts in the middle of telling all of the Salem witch trial stuff um, where it kind of lets you relax and breathe and get away from the Salem witch trial happenings and then talk about like the different people like who had like the influential people like Paris Mm -hmm. and Stoughton and Hawthorne and stuff like that. Um, But I think I kind of liked it better when she just talked about the cultural aspects, you know, like why were the girls acting the way they were? What, Mm -hmm kind of lives were these girls living to make them, to push them into um, believing that they're witches and making everybody like go into a panic about witchcraft. Yeah, I agree. I think the book, like I would definitely recommend it, but I think I would recommend it to a like specific audience. Right. Yeah. Because I, I do think, and in her defense, like it's a huge topic. Like yeah. it, there's so much to it. There's so much yet so so little. little. And she yeah. talks about that too, you know, like the transcript issues, like yeah. lack of transcripts, lack of diaries, you know, the transcripts that they do have, like people spelled things different, people called people different mm-hmm. names. You have people with the same name, you like mm-hmm. all of yep. these things. And it's so hard to judge. Like what's you have people like who, you know, were executed who she never talks about mm-hmm. at all. And I mean, there's probably just nothing, any information on them, you yeah. know? So like, that's not her fault. And then you have, yeah, like other instances where she goes into like such detail mm-hmm. about these people or other things, you know, pertaining to their life. And I think sometimes the middle for me was a little hard to get through. Yeah. Like it's a good book and it's interesting. And like, I wanted to keep reading it, but there are times where it it was almost like complicated just to be complicated. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like the same thing could have been established. And I do. I like her. Like I loved her Cleopatra book. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But like, it was just, and again, like, it's not necessarily her fault. There's just so much to it. There's so much to like what is going on into all of these people and trying to understand it. But there were times where I was just like, oh my gosh, like, I don't even know. Like I had to like reread stuff Mm -hmm. or like re-listen, you know, because I did it with like audio too. And I'm like, what is happening? Okay. How does this pertain to this? Like I don't. Like sometimes you introduce people for one sentence and then go. And I felt like like a paragraph can be such a barrage of information, you know, yeah. like a paragraph can describe 15 different events right. yes. before it goes to the next paragraph for another separate 15 events. Yeah. I feel like she jumps around. She a does. Lot. I felt like that too. And I mean, like, like the way that my brain works, I need like yeah. very specific, like this happened and this happened and this happened. But I feel like she was like, this happened over here. This happened yes. over or here. Or at this time. Like and I feel this, like there yeah. were times where it was like, okay, this person did this and now we're up to this time period. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, but back at this yeah. time, yeah. this person was doing this. And like, I'm like, okay. She talked about like the first like ministers and stuff of, of Salem. And I was like, okay, I need to remember that name. <laughs> and then I don't need to remember that name. So I just have this yeah. random name in my head. Exactly. And I'm like, I don't know There's a lot of, and if anyone listening to this does read the book, she does have a cast. She (laughs) She goes through that I had to look at a lot. Yes. Referred back to it quite a bit. Um, And, but I did like, like she incorporates like the pictures, Mm -hmm. you know, like artifacts, the map I thought was helpful at the beginning. You know, I think overall, like it is a good book. She does a good job. It's just, it's a huge chunk. Yes. Mm -hmm. Of a topic. Um, you know, and like I've read and watched other things on the Salem Witch Trials before. I always think it's funny how it's kind of like portrayed in the media mm-hmm. and in other ways, you know, and like TV shows and things. And this was like, it was a big, big chunk of stuff to read through. It was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I first picked up this book, I was excited because, you know, I was a beginner coming into like the Salem Witch Trials. I always knew, obviously, from a history standpoint that it happened in 1692 and all that stuff. But like, I was hoping that it would be like a really good comprehensive book to make me like get into and invested in the Salem Witch Trials and like in- introduce me to all the different aspects, the theories and the um, main people that were all involved in it. But I kind of came to the conclusion, you know, when I finished this book that it's better for people who already have like a good understanding, you know, because then they would have an easier time of remembering all of the names Mm -hmm. and the crucial points. Um, I felt like the crucial like events got lost in translation from all of the minor events that she brings up. Yes. Yes. No, I think that's like a perfect way. It it really is. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can't imagine, you know, like I said, I had some knowledge going in. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't imagine being a full-fledged, I know nothing except for it yeah. happened. And jumping yeah. into it and being like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, that's, it's a lot. It's mm-hmm. a lot. But, I mean, I'm glad. Like I said, I think it was a good book in general. I'm glad yeah, I, I really, yeah, I'm I really glad. liked it. I'm glad that, like, so I, I went into it with a base knowledge and came out of it with just, like, a... even deeper knowledge of it Mm -hmm. because I feel like with what she had to work with she worked it very well yeah like yeah like she got everything she could out of it yeah yeah well so we are hopefully going to do this again we're going to pick another book here in the next day or two Mm -hmm. And we will read that and hopefully get more people involved. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. then we will do another podcast. Um, So tune in next time for 
whatever book we read. <laughs> I can't tell you what it is. Um, but I wanted to leave whoever is listening with this quote because I really, really liked it. And I feel like it kind of sums up everything. Um, so Stacey Schiff says that the belief in which the belief in witchcraft rather than witches themselves had unsettled Salem. Well, that's it for this series. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed it and learned a lot. Tune in next time to see what we're going to read and what we're going to eat. <laughs>